Ladies, it's time to level up. Welcome to the podcast where women share their stories in an effort to help you grow to the next level. So whatever level you're on, please embrace it and get ready to go to the next level. Let's level up. Happy that you're here and I really, really appreciate you, your time and you being willing to share your story because a lot of folks can't share their story, you know. Um, you know, we got to get to a certain level. Go, going back to the level up, we got to get to a certain level to even be comfortable, you know, sharing our stories, whether that's in an intimate setting, you know, one-on-one, or even in a larger group, because that vulnerability is real. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've been taught to keep stuff in the house. What goes on in my house stays in my house. Right. <laughs> yes, that part. <laughs> And also, we've been burned, right? We've been burned oh. by people that use our story, use our testimony, you know, against us for our for for negative. And so that's yes. not the reason why we don't share. So uh-huh. I really do appreciate you being willing and able to share your story. So I told you um, in the beginning about the levels. You know what levels? So uh, let's just talk about this really quickly. The unmarried level up for the unmarried is for any woman. Who is not happily married so whether she is a single never married divorced in an entanglement in a complication uh you know widowed engaged or even just estranged you know this group is here to help those women just feel good and safe and strong in whatever environment they're they're in regardless of their attachment you know to other folks so that's the whole point. You alluded to earlier when you first moved to Columbus, you were in that self-discovery level. So that's level one. Self-discovery, it usually occurs after trauma, after there's some type of shift in your life. It involves, you know, assessment and valuation and you just determining, okay, who am I? You know, discovering a whole new you. And then there's that level of self-awareness usually occurs after self-discovery. It involves looking back at um, different areas of your life and, you know, your growth and development and your healing process. And then there's that self-love, which you talked about. You said, you know what? I got to a place where I was like, I love me some Tanisha, okay? I love that. It's identifying your strengths and your values and continuing in the healing process. And then after Um, self-love, you get to a place of self-esteem. And it usually occurs, you know, when you're planning for the future and you're just building upon your strengths. And then that's that level of self-actualization where you're just having healthy habits. You know, you're possibly Mm -hmm. involving others. You just feel really, really good and strong about yourself. So if you could introduce yourself, just tell us who you are, what, what level of, um, what level you're on. And then also, uh, what's your unmarried status? (laughs) Hello, I'm Tanisha Davis. I am a cosmetologist and a health coach. I I live in Dayton, Ohio, which is my hometown. I just moved back here in September and I am feeling the love from Dayton, Ohio. I love you, Dayton, Ohio. And um, <laughs> I am currently dating. Okay. But the, yeah. <laughs> All right, dating. This is awesome. I love to hear it because, you know, I know a little inky binky bit about, you know, your story about, especially like when we were 
in the same place and closer and we talked more often. So I know mm-hmm. that, you know, some of the stuff that you've gone through, and of course, I don't know everything. And that's why we're here today to kind of talk about some of the other parts of your story. So that's exciting. I see some folks are um, on the live on Facebook. So mm-hmm. thank you guys for joining us. Oh, somebody said they're waiting. It's live. I don't know if it's available. It should be the first time it was. I don't know. Hopefully you guys are on. If you're on Facebook, please comment so we know that you are available and you're on and, and definitely post your questions. Tanisha's time is uh, is uh, valuable. <laughs> we got to let her go pretty soon. But Tanisha, the whole purpose of you being here is you are, um, you proposed to a man. And, you know, we have these traditional values, right? We, we were raised to think that, you know, he who finds a man, finding, I mean, he who finds a wife, finding a good thing, right? Yeah, so right. we have some folks that's here on Facebook. They say, hello, I'm here now. <laughs> so thank y'all for being here. But we, we know that the traditional way is not always the right way. And also traditions are rooted in all kinds of crap. You know, some type of family did not family dynamics. We just we've been taught the wrong way a lot of times. So, getting into your story, tell us. You said you proposed, and tell us how that went. How long how long were you in the relationship before you decided to propose, and what made you propose to him instead of waiting for him to propose to you? So, just tell us that part of the story. I was so young. When I tell you young, I was really young. I was um, 23 years old. I had already had two children. No, I had three. I had three children at 23. And uh, one of them was the man. One, my last child was belonged to the man that I proposed to. Um, I was tired of being a single mom and I kind of felt like he wasn't going to propose, um, because of, you know, where, you know, lifestyle. Sometimes me, I just, I just feel like men are are scared you know, to, to pop the question. So I, um, said, well, you are the father of my children and of my child. And, uh, I thought I loved them. (laughs) And, um, so I, I prepared, um, the night I went and bought him a ring and, um, I made him some bath water with, with with some rose petals in it, some bubble bath, and I just set the can I set candles up in the bedroom. And <laughs> hold on, hold on, no, I went for real, for real, went all out. Like, listen, since you ain't doing it, guess what? Candlelight, petals in the bath water. You above the ring and everything. Okay, let me shut up. Go ahead, girl. I am like, girl, give me some popcorn. What? Wait, first of all, what year was this? This was 
So this ain't no new thing for these millennials, okay? These right. folks been closed since this beginning of time, okay? So, oh my goodness. Okay, let me shut up. Go ahead, Tanisha. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I set the scene. And he came He came home. We were living together at the time. He, he came home and you know, I took his jacket off. It was, you know, I did my thing, I think. I pat myself on the back. I did my thing. And um, so I I, um, I showed him upstairs and told him to get undressed and let him see I had bath water ready for him. Gave him a bath, washed him up. And, um, oh, y'all need to hear everything. But after he took a bath and he got comfortable with his pajamas and things, I, um, I proposed to him. I asked him when he married me, and he was shocked. <laughs> I know he was. So wait, you didn't wash him up and gave him some whatever y'all was doing and all that good stuff. You like, listen, um, will you marry me? Yeah. What a ring. I had the ring. I had the ring. I said, would you marry me? And he was just like, huh? <laughs> he. He didn't answer me right away. Um, I believe he was in disbelief, but um, I said, would you marry me? And he said, yes. So let's just back up a little bit. Y'all had been in a relationship. Y'all had a child. You had some other children already. And you guys mm-hmm. were living together, you know, practically as husband and wife. So you were mm-hmm. living together. You had children. You were obviously in a committed relationship. And right. How, what, how much time had gone by where you felt like, you know what, he waiting too long? Um, our son was probably three months old. Okay. But how, so how had, long had y'all been together? We have been together, um, I want to say maybe a year or two years. Okay. I'm going to say two years. Somebody said, baby, girl. <laughs> so, audience, I see we got like five people live watching live with us. Any questions for Tanisha before she goes on with her story? Any questions? Anything you guys want to know? Any surprises? So, you pop the question. You set up the whole mood. You pop the question. Had you guys talked about marriage before? Like, even when you moved in together, had a child, all those, had you talked about what the future might look like, marriage or anything like that? The only conversation I can remember us having was after I had my my son, our son, I said, I'm not having any more kids out of wedlock. And that was the only thing I, re- I could remember saying. And yeah. What did, so he, I, say? I, what did he say? What did he say? I, don't, I can't recall. I don't remember so long ago. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So now let's- You are listening to the Level Up Podcast, where women are sharing their stories in an effort to help you grow to the next level. If you hear anything that resonates with you or reminds you of someone you know, please share. We look forward to hearing your testimony. Let's talk about about the dynamic. 
So this was a man. Is he an alpha male? Was he a beta male? Like, what type of personality did he have? Like, what were the dynamics of your relationship? Being that you asked him to marry you, how did that go? Uh, he was a um at the time he was a businessman. Um, he um he was an alpha male. He was very um strong and um controlling and mm. <laughs> he he was in the streets so that okay. was his business mm-hmm. and um uh, yeah did i okay. answer your question okay. yeah you answered the question so how did the relationship shift once you asked him to marry you and he said yes i'm assuming he said yes mm-hmm. How did this, how, what kind of shifts took place in, in the relationship or, or was it the same? Um, I, what I can remember is that things just got a little more serious. We, um, at that time, like I said, we were young. We were both young. He was like seven years older than me. So he was, I think he was probably like 30. I was 23. Okay. And so, and so um, was he your sugar daddy? <laughs> he took care of me. <laughs> he took care of me. Okay. But, um, he he was um we was going we was going through a transition because even though. You know, I, I still, I was out there in the streets, you know, and stuff myself and, you know, doing, you know, what we do. Some people do drinking and maybe smoke a little weed or something. And um, I was still going to church, you know, and I love the Lord. And, and um, he, I did notice then. You know, once I said that and we, we decided that we were going to be a family, that he started going to church. Going to church oh. with me on Sunday. Yeah. And so I did. Did you feel like he, he kind of like rose up in his leadership role after you proposed, after he knew we're going to be a family and this is, you know, forever together? He, he kind of rose up like, oh, well, maybe I need to go to church and be the man. I, I was think so because I know in the beginning of relationship when I was going to church and and he he said I don't remember what he said to me but I remember me saying you gonna go to church one day he was like I'm never going to church because he was like pro Muslim okay wow. <laughs> he was like I'm never going to church and that's another like, relationship being unequally yoked but okay he started going to church <laughs> Right. I said, you just watch, watch. I already know what my guy's going to do, right? Yeah. And so, um, he ended up going to church, and he was active in church, and um, he, um, yeah, he started changing. He did. Okay. We, we, I could say we both did, because we, it was like, okay, this is serious. And um, so you, you were too young to get married. I think 23 is very young. And I think the church kind of pushes us into getting married like as soon as possible. 
Do you think 23 was a good age for you to get married? I know you were in a relationship and had children already, but what do you think looking back? For me, it was. I wasn't mature enough. I didn't know what it was to be married. You know, I didn't know exactly what it meant. I came from a a household. My mother and father were divorced when I was a baby. Um, The only... My father did get remarried. And, you know, so I had a stepmom or a bonus mom. I don't like using that word, stepmom, because she's awesome. But um, she... um, So... I didn't know enough about it. I was just, at that time, I was just excited about the whole thing about, you know, being married, you know, I didn't understand all the stuff in between. So you was more excited about the the wedding than the marriage. Yeah, girl. I didn't know. know We we really need to stop right there. Like hold up, pump the brake. So many women, so many people, they'll put like $30,000 into a wedding and don't even have a down payment on a house. They don't have a, you know, they don't think about the future beyond that day. Like that's a real thing. That's a real place. And people need to understand like marriage is more than just that wedding day. Okay. So we have a few questions and I I wanted to uh, ask these questions before we go too much further, but Somebody wanted to know, he didn't respond immediately. So when did he respond? To the your, your husband, to the proposal, to the proposal. He responded like during the same session during that time. He okay. Just, yeah, he, yeah, he didn't, I didn't have to wait a whole nother day or anything. I mean, during that, that, that set, that setting, he, he said yes. Okay. Um, and did he ever get you a ring? Absolutely. He had to give me a couple of them because we broke up a few times and I threw one and, you know. <laughs> you went you went black girl magic on him. Oh, it's over, over. <laughs> I did, I did. Wow. Did somebody ask, did he actually participate in the wedding planning or was that something you did and he just kind of came alongside or how, how did that work out? He participated. Yeah, he participated for the most part. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So describe your marriage. Describe your marriage. Was it a good marriage? You know, how did it um, enhance you? How did it enhance your children? How long did it last? Describe that. I'm going to give you the floor. Let me give you this disclaimer first, okay? Now, he is a wonderful man today. But when I proposed to him, I had, I should not have proposed. Like I said, I was immature, but um, our marriage was, it was kind of rough because he was abusive. And um, I- Physically abusive? Mentally abusive? Physically. Okay. Yeah, he was physically abusive and um, so it, we had some good times, and you know, when the when the times was bad, they were bad. Um, we didn't really understand like the growing together part of the relationship, um, like the, you know, um, let me see, how can I put it? Uh, 
like us growing together as a family, it was a lot of times it seemed like I was just doing things on my own or he was just doing things on his own. We didn't do things together. Um, well, because of your mindset. So. But, okay. Was he abusive before the marriage? That good. <laughs> That's okay. Was he abusive before the marriage? He was. Just, oh, okay. So he was and abusive for those two years. And and then you still went into the marriage and he, he, he remained abusive. Yes. Okay, I get it. And so do you think, because I've been in an abusive relationship too, and it was sort of similar in that he was much older than me. And um, it started off like that whole sugar daddy thing. And, you know, eventually he just, I don't know, he just, um, he was possessive. Uh-huh. And he was definitely emotionally abusive, but he was much older. And I think, in my opinion, just looking at some of the, the history of relationships and some of the women that I speak to on a regular basis, um, oftentimes those men are a lot older. And they almost have that father complex, uh-huh. like, I'm going to whoop you, you know, almost like, I'm going to discipline you. I don't know. It's, but, of course, abuse is like a control thing, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But you and him still have a relationship today. Not like that type oh, of relationship, but your friend. Yeah, that's my, that's my buddy. It is okay. me. Matter of fact, today, uh, you know, once we worked out all the kinks and stuff like that, um, after our divorce, we found a happy medium and we, we became friends. Mm-hmm. And um, like today, we, we, all the family functions, like the holidays, we, we go over to his house and and we we celebrate together but he's a different man today he's he's an awesome man today you know god has you know changed him a whole lot how long were you guys married for 10 years well we was together all together 10 years we was married for eight okay Um, and you've been divorced for how long we have been divorced about 15 years Okay. And since then, you've, you, you've never remarried? I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I feel like I pushed the button like it was like, <laughs> Yeah, honey, I got, I got married again. That's, and, and what you were saying earlier, how we had to regroup and, you know, and get, you know, just find ourselves that's after that period huh that self-discovery period yes i said Mm -hmm. i have to um i have to get myself together because this Mm -hmm. this was something that i was doing you know what i'm saying i couldn't blame none of the men for the decisions that i made so i started looking in the mirror and i said oh i can't go through this again let's figure out what's wrong with me yeah (laughs) Yeah, I love that. And that's that's the oftentimes we gotta step back. I read a little meme yesterday it says he he don't cheat men are not all men are not cheaters. They just cheated on you or something like that. It was something crazy like that. I don't really care about cheating. But it was just right. something that I said and I was like, huh, interesting. Um right. that you know, we sometimes have to turn that mirror around and say, Okay, what is it about me that's attracting this type of man 
what is it about me that's putting up with all of this? What is it about me that's propelling the right thing, right? That's sabotaging beautiful things and, and taking on ugly and nasty things. What is it about me? So I'm glad that you that you said that. You went through a period of self-discovery. Somebody asked the question, you stated that you should have proposed. If he wasn't if he wasn't abusive and more active in a relationship, would you still feel the same way? If he was not, a, oh yeah, I, I, I believe we still would have been married today. Okay. And um, so for the second, for the second marriage, tell us a little bit about that. Like, what was it immediately after your divorce, or and how long did that last? And and what what are some of the things you learned from it? You are listening to the Level Up podcast where women are sharing their stories in an effort to help you grow to the next level. If you hear anything that resonates with you or reminds you of someone you know, please share. We look forward to hearing your testimony. Um, no, my second marriage was probably about five years after my divorce. No. Um... Yeah, maybe about eight years after my divorce. Okay. And um, how long did that last? Six years. Okay, six years. Yeah, it lasts six years. But you know, again, I, I um, I didn't understand my self worth, and I didn't know who I was. You know, and um, so again, I went down that same road. You know. Yeah, yeah. Hadn't discovered myself. So. And so now, you know, what, 15, 15 or so, how, how, however many years later, you're dating, hopefully in a healthy, productive relationship. If I know you, I believe it is. Um, tell, us, tell us how that is. Like, what type of woman, what would you say to the 23-year-old to Tanisha? Like, do you feel like it's wrong for a woman to propose? Or do you just feel like it was wrong in that situation? Um, I believe that it was wrong for me. Okay. Uh, but I also, like you stated earlier, you know, a, a man that the Bible says that a man that findeth a wife findeth a good thing. And I do know that men are naturally hunters. So... <laughs> So when he finds me, you know, I hope to be ready. Right, right. I don't, that's why I don't feel like I will ever propose to another man again. Because I don't want to, I don't want to mess up his opportunity. You know, he he, he may want to propose to me and that's his nature, you know, Uh so. I'm going to let my husband propose to me next time. So somebody else said that's exactly what they were saying as far as men being hunters and a, he that finds a good wife, finds a wife, finds a good thing. Um, there was a lot of, of conversation around that meme. As a matter of fact, it was like 47 comments. So some of the comments were, were that same exact thing. He that finds a wife, finds a good thing. As if a woman should not be proposing. And so... In your situation, it didn't turn out well. There's been a zillion situations where men proposed and didn't turn out well. So, <laughs> regardless of who proposed, 
I don't have a, in my opinion, my expert opinion, because I can say I'm an expert. In my expert opinion, I don't feel like who proposes should have a bearing on if the relationship or marriage is um, successful, right? But I will say that in my studies, I was studying because, you know, we'll, we'll point to the Bible or everything and we'll have our own interpretation of it and we'll take it out of context and everything else. So in my studies, I did learn that there are plenty of women, not plenty, not a whole bunch. Actually, they're not a whole bunch of men that even proposed marriage. Back in the day, especially in the biblical days, when people were engaged, their families did it. It had nothing to do with who you like, whether they like you, whether they found you. And most times it was because it would happen when you were a child, like at birth. They said, oh, you got a daughter. I got a son. We want to bring these families together. So when they become of age, they're getting married. So when the whole proposal or betrothal or endowment was totally different than what it is today. So when we talk about what happened in the Bible, that wasn't happening in the Bible. It just wasn't. So we got to be realistic of real tradition and what the Bible really says. But then I started thinking, and mind you, all this just came about yesterday and today. When you said, uh, you better get me while I'm ready, I'm like, oh, goodness. So I started doing my own studies. Like, okay, Lord, speak to me. Tell me what's going on. And so one of the things that I found to be true is that Ruth, in the book of Ruth, you know, when, when, uh, when, uh, when her mother-in-law told her, you need to go, go holler at him. He's our kinsman redeemer. He's the one to set up, to set us up. Okay. That's the sugar table right there. You better go get him. And Ruth was like, okay. At midnight, she went and laid at his feet. And when they, when they say she laid at his feet, that means she, she readied herself. Y'all remember it's in the, in the Ruth chapter three. She readied herself. She went and she took a bath. You know, back in the day, they didn't take a bath every day like we do today, okay? She went okay. and she cleaned herself. She perfumed. She did exactly what you did for that man. You ran his bath water, put some rose petals in it, okay? <laughs> she got herself ready. And what she did was she proposed. She said, listen, my husband's dead. You next in line. You want this? <laughs> right, right. And Boaz was like, wait, you know what? I hadn't even thought about that, but you do look kind of good. And I have noticed the way that you've been acting around all these other men. I know they want you, you cute, and all that good stuff. So yeah, let me let me see what I what I can do with that. So damn, mm-hmm. let's talk the word. We had some folks that didn't agree. We had some folks that had some comments, right? So let's mm-hmm. talk about it. Let's talk what you think about that, Tanisha. You know, I think to each his own. You know, everybody's situation is not going to be the same. Um, you know, it depends on, you know, that person's, what was going on in that person's life. You know, I can't say what's right or what's wrong um, because, like I said, everybody's situation is different. Um, Thank I don't, you. <laughs> I'm not. You are listening to the Level Up Podcast, where women are sharing their stories in an effort to help you grow to the next level. If you hear anything that resonates with you or reminds you of someone you know, please share. We look forward to hearing your testimony.
what's right or what's wrong. Um, because like I said, everybody's situation is different. Um, Thank I don't, you. I'm not, I don't oppose to women asking men to marry them, but me, myself, um, I will, I will give the gesture like, okay, this is what I'm like today, right now. Look, I'm, I'm no nonsense. I know what I want. And if you know what you want, we need to go ahead and do this right. because you know, I'm 40 plus years old. I don't have time to be playing around with no little boys, you know? Exactly. So, so um, you have a conversation. You're not, you're not, you're not proposing per se. I'm not you said, hey, what we doing? What we, what we, right. where are we? What we working on here? You know, yeah, we're, we're in game, baby. Uh, two years, three years, seven. What, what we doing here? What we got going on? Huh? I ain't got so, two years. Uh, uh, you ain't got two years. I ain't got two years, baby. <laughs> No, I strongly believe you know, you know, huh? No, go ahead. I strongly believe you know, like at least within three months, whether you guys are compatible. You know, is that I mean, relationship should end in marriage, though? Huh? You think every good and healthy relationship should be married? Um, to each of them. Okay. You know, if you don't want to get married, don't get married. But for me, I want to be married. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I like you. I've been married twice and uh, divorced twice. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm in a healthy relationship. And I don't necessarily feel like it, it has to go to marriage. Like, I feel like we could be good for, for some time and be good. Okay. Um, you know, and that's where I'm at today. What's today? December 27th, 2020. <laughs> you know, I don't know what tomorrow might bring, what 2021 might bring. I don't know. But my point is, I feel like, to be honest, um, there are way more women than there are men. Um, so everybody ain't going to have a husband. And the fact that I've already had two, you know, two marriages, two relationships, and on a you know, it's just it's not practical for every and they you know they used to say, Oh, there's somebody out there for everybody. Okay, you could have passed him by already. You could have already had your time with him. That don't mean that everybody's gonna be married. Because statistically speaking, just raw numbers, everybody can get married, right? Because there's not enough men for every single woman. And if there and then you gotta put in the other factors, okay? Let's let's talk about the other factors. Every man don't want a woman. Mm. And every man that want a woman don't want a black woman. Mm. Mm. And every man that want a woman and want a black woman don't want a a tall black woman, an educated Mm. black woman, this black Mm. woman. So you got to think about Mm. slim pickings, baby. (laughs) So when folks be talking about is somebody out there for everybody, not really. You know, if we really look at the data, right? And that's what we gotta look at. So I, I'm all about this for a minute. In 2021, as we go into this level up challenge, this is all about the truth. Let's be real. Let's tell the truth. If you want something, you feel a certain type of way. Stop caring so much about what other people think 
or the whole parameters that other people put on you to make you feel like, oh, if you're doing it this way, it's wrong because this is not traditionally the way that we've done it. Don't tell me what the Bible says. Just tell me where it's at and let me get the interpretation because y'all's interpretation of the Bible is twisted, okay? <laughs> so that's my point. 2021 is all about truth. It's all about living in truth. It's all about leveling up, going to the next level. And whatever that means for you as an individual and not letting other people dictate that for you. You'll dictate that for yourself. And so that's why I'm proud of you, Tanisha. I'm proud of what you said earlier on the earlier interview, how you were kind of like closed mouth, you know, because you were worried about other folks' opinions and you were trying to protect other folks and not really protecting yourself and being authentic in yourself. You want to speak yeah. a little bit about that before we wrap it up? Um. Well, I, I I have been a people pleaser, and so um, I want I want everybody to be happy, and um, I don't want anybody to because you know that saying you you point a finger you point a finger at one person and three what how's it go is three pointing at you yeah yeah so you know I just I try to try to say as many nice things that I can about people because um, I want people to do the same in return from me about me and um, do you have yeah. any regrets of not of divorce just in life just in relationships no no because all of my mistakes I am learning from them and um, I appreciate them. I embrace them because hopefully I can help somebody else, you know, that may have been going through what I done already went through. Um, I love this. So what's your ideal relationship look like? What does, what does that look like for you? I mean, even if it's in the same, in the relationship you're in, what is your ideal relationship status and, and 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 that whole picture what does that look like for you because it's different for everybody i'm just curious um well first of all that's got to be my buddy you hear me my best friend my role dog you know um they have to be very um they have to be optimistic they have to be um loving and caring compassionate um they have to want to build, um, you know, make make each other's um, life a little bit easier. Um, yeah, romantic. I love a lot it. of love. I I love it. it. Somebody said, "I hear you, girl. I hear you. I hear you." So I love it. So once you once you find all that, you gonna you gonna put a ring on it. Oh, they gonna put a ring on it. <laughs> <laughs> and if he don't, what you gonna do? Because I'm okay with being by myself today. Okay. Like I was like in the past, I wasn't okay with being by myself. I felt like I needed to be in a relationship, and I am so content with being by myself because I'm happy. 
you know, I have joy and I don't want nobody taking any of that joy away from me because I like the way it feels. It belongs to yes. me. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's just beautiful. Yes. I thank you for sharing that. I really do. The fact that we can be okay in and of ourselves. The, mm-hmm. the, I love that, you know, you've gotten to that point where you have that self-love, that self-esteem, that self-actualization. You're like, you know what? I'm going to have healthy habits with or without you, boo. Okay. Okay. That question is, if it's so great and it's full of love, it's full of peace, it's full of joy, and you're building together and everything is going good, do you feel like the lack of a marriage proposal is, is cutting all of that out? Like, do you feel like, you know, you say you ain't got two years in you. So do you feel like that two-year mark and he ain't asked and y'all done had conversations and you ain't moved forward that... It's time for you to be like, oh, you don't want to marry me. I ain't proposing right. again. So, deuces, do you, do you feel like that? You know, he know what I want. <laughs> so, if he knows what I want, I've expressed to him what I want, and he can't commit to me and give me what it is that I'm looking for, then I can move on. Is marriage the ultimate commitment? Ain't it committed if y'all just, y'all doing all that good stuff, that good stuff you just described? i'm just you know at the same time i want to do things that's pleasing in god's eyes so amen Amen. i want to do my best at that you know (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much tanisha she they love your transparency they appreciate it they feel the sincerity in your words, so that is important. And I thank you for just bringing your authentic self. I mean, I almost had an opportunity to interview you earlier. I was like, wait, 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 no, no, no. I want this to go all into the live. So I appreciate your time. I know that, you know, right now you could be making money and doing other stuff, and you gave us a little piece of you. And so that is beautiful, and I really do appreciate it. Um, before we leave, I just have one last question. And yes. the question is, well, it's a two-part question. Are you healed from your past? I think you you said, you know, you got to the place of self-love. Are you healed from your past? What did it take for that healing and do therapy? Um, am I healed from my past? Um, I feel better. I feel a whole lot better. Um, some I, 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 I made this mistake once before by saying that I'm healed. I'm ready. And then to this darn obstacle came out of nowhere, this big old boulder. And I'm like, oh, you know, I thought I was ready. You know, I thought I had arrived. You know, so I, <laughs> I yes. am in working progress. And I, I like to think that, you know, I, I am in a much, much, much better place than I was 20 years ago. So yeah thank you for that i I tend to believe too healing is a process and it never stops and when we've been through certain traumas in our life i feel like you know we can get to a certain level but it's always another level it's always another level and that's the whole purpose of level up level up yes so are you joining the challenge on january 1st are you joining the level up challenge on january 1st 28 day challenge you know what i guess i am you should. You should. It's, a, it's just an awesome opportunity 
for you to do some self-evaluation, for you to do a little more self-discovery, for you to look back and also look at right now and start to plan for the future. That's all it is. It's a 28-day challenge where you're just really looking at what's going on with Tanisha, okay? So I okay. thank you. I appreciate you. Any last words, anything you have coming up that people can follow you or, or see what you got going on? Well, I would just like to thank you for the opportunity. This was kind of therapeutic for me. Um, and I, I appreciate that. <laughs> and um, because like I, I told you earlier, I really, I really don't open up. I don't tell my business. And this is something that I'm working on. So, yeah, this is one of my little projects. Look, <laughs> to, you know, I want, <laughs> I want I to be it. able to be more open. Um and you know talk about things that made me who i am today um i am working i i'm working on a business i i just received my certificate as a health coach but i have been working as a health coach for a long time for about six years i should say but um i, I got some training so for real training now so um i, I will be um working on my business be on the lookout for um Reset and Begin is the name of my health coaching business. And yeah, and or you need a haircut, come check me out. I'm at the Dayton Mall. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I need some of that Reset and Begin because these COVID pounds is on me, baby. Okay. So I need to reset and begin with that health coach. And I did start working out again. So, but okay. I. Appreciate you. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your story, your testimony, your willingness to share. And I just thank you. I thank you for your authenticity. I've already been said, like people feel like your words are sincere and just keep it up and do things like this because folks need to hear from you. There are so many women that need to hear each other's story to know we are not in this alone. So level up, Tanisha. We will yes. see you during the challenge. We appreciate it. All right, you have a super awesome day. Thank you, you too. Thank Love y'all. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Level Up Podcast, where women share their stories in an effort to help you grow to the next level. If you heard anything that resonated with you or reminds you of someone you know, please share and know that whatever level you're on now, you can be ready for the next level. Let's level up.